This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. on the following platforms Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Player FM, Google Play, and TuneIn. Just search Just the Two of Us Podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook at Just the Two of Us Podcast or on Twitter at JTTOU Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. I guess we're the ones that are welcoming back then. Like, why are we welcoming them back? We're the ones who've been gone for a while. True. They haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> They've been si- they? sitting with anticipation waiting for our next podcast. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, one can dream, can One can dream. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome back, Stephen. Welcome back, Tracy. <laughs> Thank you. Um... We are going to do what we do, what we usually do, and we are going to give you another fascinating, fun-filled, fantastic, any more F-words? Why are so many F-words? I don't know. I was just thinking of F-words. You thinking about the final, uh, the Fantastic Four? No, no, I definitely was not thinking about that. Okay. Sorry. But we are going to give you another um, awesome, excellent. Yeah. And... I don't know, something else. Uh, review of a movie. And what movie is that, Steven? Avengers Infinity War. Woo! Woo! And you gotta yeah. insert, like, I know. applause here. No, that's too fancy for our <laughs> We can't do all that stuff. Um, yes, we are going to give you our take, our review on Avengers, a long way to Avengers Infinity War. And before we go any, on any further, like, we'll just say straight up. This is going to be a spoiler-filled review. Yes. All right, we're five days after the movie came out. Yes. And if you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. <laughs> that's on your you. fault. So, yes, if and, you haven't seen it. And we think that you would enjoy the podcast more if we, you know, had spoilers and you've already seen it because it would be kind of difficult to talk about the movie without, like, spoiling all the good stuff. Correct, correct. So if you haven't seen it, um, you might want to exit stage left um, and come back. When you've seen the movie and then enjoy our podcast. So there will be spoilers. We will be talking a lot about what actually happened in the movie. So, all right, let's stop messing around and get into it. Okay. So what did you think? I think it was awesome. Awesome. It was a pretty, pretty good movie. It was really, Mm -hmm. it lived up to the, to the hype, the expectations of, 10 years in the making of, of the film. Mm. And, I mean, it had everything you can want in the superhero mm-hmm. comic book movie. I mean, it had all the big-time movie stars with big-time characters. And, you know, it had action, suspense. And it had the, the what I say, the um, trademark Marvel Cinematic Universe humor. Mm-hmm. It was really good. What did you think? I also thought it was really good. Yeah, I was um, fortunate enough to (laughs) 
Yeah, you it saw again. you saw it multiple times. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I saw it again and again. <laughs> and um, yes, I thought it was great. Um, every time that I saw it, it was better and better. And yes, I agree with everything that you said. It had the it had everything. I think people. I think people were were you know hoping to have in the movie and um and maybe more. So yeah, I, I thought it was great. Also, awesome. Um, I guess a little bit later we could talk about how how it matches up or compares to other MCU films. Sure, we could say that for later. But yeah. right now, yeah, let's let's jump into it. Mm-hmm. Um, off the jump, what yeah. let's say, what did you like about the film? Oh, I have such a long list. I actually like wrote down as much as I could. Took some notes here, um, but I won't go too deep into it uh overall like i said it was great um specifically um this is just me i just especially since i got to see it again um i thought the fight scenes were so good um i don't think the fight scenes measured up to uh winter soldier like in that respect um or even that one, well, that's not a fight scene, so I won't bring it up. But yeah, like I, I still think Winter Soldier is like the best with fight scenes. But this was pretty good. And there was one particular fight scene that I, I loved, love, love, or was a part of the fight scene, which was when Thor finally joins the fight in Wakanda. And he, you know, he has his new axe. I know. And he just was like, you know, he came through. Well, first his hand or axe came through and, you know wreck shop and then he finally got there with Groot and uh rabbit. rocket rabbit. slash rabbit <laughs> <laughs> tree and rabbit rabbit um which is hilarious and so um yeah so when he finally shows up to the fight and you know everybody is all excited and it was so funny like Bruce was like yeah you guys are in trouble now like yeah that was hilarious and he yeah he just like killed like that was the best Scene I know it was, it was awesome. It was, it was like, like it was like you were just sitting there. It's like man, like you know the people in Wakanda really getting it handed to them, mm-hmm. and then like Thor comes in out of the blue and it's like right. yo Thor, like, right? Because I mean I guess I kind of wasn't expecting Thor to show up. I mean even though it's kind of like telegraphed in the way the, you know the movie was progressing, but yeah, right, right, right. I still wasn't kind of expecting him to show up, but the fact mm-hmm. that he just you know, he showed up and it was like, yo, I'm coming to the rescue. That mm-hmm. was that was kind of awesome. Yeah. Because I guess he could have went to Titan, right, to help those guys. Which probably would have made more... Well, no, it wouldn't have made more sense. Because they went to nowhere first, right? Yeah, so I was saying, like, yeah, he could have... Yeah, he could have gone to Titan. He went to nowhere. Oh, remember at the beginning when they split up, the Guardians of the Galaxy split up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamora and Peter mm-hmm. and Drax and Mattis went to nowhere right to, so they might have and then well, and then at that point Thor they were still and there. rocket and group went to yeah uh, the place where they would made the weapon i guess he wouldn't have known that the others were at on titan then at and he, just like he yeah. wouldn't have known that they were in wakanda either. yeah how did like how did that happen i don't even know like how did he know to go there i mean i think someone said Someone said on Twitter or something. Uh, it was a comic book thing. Mm. I mean, oh, okay. let me preface to say, like, I, I mean, I'm not a comic book fan. Person. It was all part of the script, right. is what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, okay. I guess you know, something like that's been explained in the comic books before, or like the powers okay. that Thor has. But, but yeah, well, I guess they you can said, see, yeah, he said in the movie that the 
the axe opens up a bifrost. Right, exactly so, that bifrost. Yes, there we there go. You go. So and he, you know, yeah. and plus Earth is like hit under his, uh, it's under his realm. I mean, his his. Right, so it makes sense to go. Yeah, he probably back and you know knew something was going down on on Earth. Right. Okay. Yeah. So well, we'll 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 yeah we'll leave it at that, and that makes sense. And but yeah, that was like my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. Um, that part. Um, what else did I like? Okay, let me go through my list. I I'm just gonna go through uh, Bucky picking up Rocket during the fight scene and like spinning around shooting. That was awesome. And subsequently, Rocket asking how much for Bucky's arm was awesome and hilarious. Um, Okoye and Widow fighting together. That was awesome. Um, what else? I like all the jokes. I mean, all the jokes were awesome. Tony and Peter Parker specifically were comedy gold. They were like so hilarious. Um, and uh, Thor calling Rocket Rabbit the whole movie was just great. <laughs> ah, sweet rabbit. Um, <laughs> Let's see, Peter, oh yes, uh, Peter Parker introducing himself to uh, Strange, and he's like, oh, we're, we're using made-up names. Okay, that was hilarious. Um, the cloak. Going back, I didn't realize <laughs> the uh, Doctor Strange's cloak was uh, quite hilarious in this movie. I think that probably could have gotten missed, I don't know, but there were a couple of parts where he was like trying to participate in the strategy. I don't know if people realize no. that in the background. Hilarious. Like if you any of you go and see the movie again, please be mindful of the cloak while they are on the spaceship, Tony and Doctor Strange and Peter Parker, they're on the spaceship and they're trying to figure out how to get back or get go somewhere. And the cloak is like in the background, like looking and like peeking into the conversation and like <laughs> When the part where Tony and um, Peter Parker are going back and forth, like kind of arguing, the cloak is in the background. He's like watching them like a tennis match, <laughs> like going back and forth. Hilarious. I didn't notice it either. Until, yeah, it was just so funny. So the cloak, you got to pay attention to the cloak. He, he It's hilarious. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, anything Drax said and did was hilarious. Um, let me, well, since you mentioned Drax, let yeah, me bring sure. it up. Drax? I'm going to put down Drax for the film as my MVP. <laughs> like okay. It, we're handing out awards. <laughs> like, he was my MVP. Like, Drax was killing it this film. I mean, Drax is always good. Yeah. But for this film, he was killing it. Like, the whole, you know, like, what he's talking about, um, like, comparing, like, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, and, like, Thor, and he was saying, like, they were saying like, oh, you know, Thor's a dude. He's like, no, no, no you're you're a dude, Peter. He's this a is, man. he's a man. <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> and he said it was like, he said it was like a, it was like a, it was like a pirate that had a baby with an angel. angel right. <laughs> and then the whole when he was like watching Gamora, Gamora and Peter. Yes. And he's so like, he's like, how long you been sitting there? An hour? And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like. It's like I move so slowly, it's like I'm invisible. <laughs> and then he starts like moving. <laughs> moving his hand and, he and, then, and they're looking at him like, no, no, it doesn't work. And poor Mantis comes up, that like, hi, Drax. And she's, he's like, damn it. <laughs> like, Drax was so, killing it. He was just so, so funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of him, too, when he was like on the ship, you know, when they, or when they finally get to Titan, you know, all, all you know, him and um, Quill and. Mantis and they meet up with Tony and um, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange when they have that little thing and the the cloak 
wraps around Drax. Do you mm-hmm. remember that part? And he's like, die, blanket of death. <laughs> so funny. And then they're like, where's Gamora? I'll do one better. Why is Gamora? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were like, where? Where? Who? who where? Why? Yeah, right, right, right. Where's Gamora? Like, who is Gamora? Right? Why is Gamora? Like, so he, he really was hilarious. Um, yeah, so he's, he's my MVP. Uh, yes, yes. He's the um, real MVP. Um, but then overall, those were kind of like the real specific things that I like. Overall, what I liked, um, just the story was so cohesive. Um, I thought the editing of this story, putting it all together was absolutely amazing. I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a movie. Well, I don't think there's any movies out there like this that have combined so many different people and put so many different people in a movie like this. No, it's different. ever. I mean, it's a monumental task to like be able to, to incorporate, incorporate all these all characters. These ca- yes. And still tell a cohesive story, story with story with wow. a with a uh cogent like mm-hmm. ne- you know narrative. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's it's difficult enough when you know when you have three or four major characters but to have so many major characters oh my and gosh. To put it together. Yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive. I thought it was just spectacular that they're able to do that and that you and that it was easy to follow along. Like you knew what was going on because as soon as like they kind of I guess you know in the beginning when they kind of all split up and well there start to be like these different like okay these people are here these people are going here these people are over here on this whatever I was like oh my god how are they going to keep this all straight and then how are they going to involve everybody and how are they going to get to each like essentially group of people you know you've got wakanda you've got titan you've got nowhere and and well and then uh what is it nevadalier that place and you know all these different places vormir you know where gamora and um thanos go and like you've got just all these different places and i'm like how are they going to keep this straight and how are they going to not leave anybody out because i was totally expecting somebody's story is going to get kind of cut short right somebody's story is going to kind of get like shafted because there's just so much going on and they they just did this so well and i remember during the movie like thinking like oh i wonder what's going on over here and just like magic it seemed like they switched to exactly what i was thinking of like it it was just so well done in that um, respect. So keeping everybody um, involved, and I, I also have to say, like, I thought they did a really good job at for as many characters as there were. I felt like we got a good piece of like everybody. I mean, yeah, like in the end, when I really thought about it, and especially watching it again, um, there were a couple characters I thought didn't get a lot of screen time, but like everybody. Yeah, but I mean, pretty much Rhodey, Rhodey and didn't Sam get a good... didn't get much to do. Who? Sam. Sam. Oh yeah, like those two were definitely like yeah, not as involved. Um, but to be fair, they're also the sidekicks of the main character, right? So. so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect Rhodey to have a lot to, a lot. I I did expect more Falcon though, and I guess we got slightly more Falcon than Rhodey, so it kind of like makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like overall, like they did a good job at like really putting everybody out there and getting them involved and keeping the story straight. And, you know, I, I just thought that was good. So, um, oh, just finally, like everything was, you know, as far as the special effects were always awesome. I mean, never, never short of that in these movies. And um, 
yeah so that was that was all that i had that was excellent that i thought that was really good and i liked yeah well i mean i, I pretty much agree with with your um with your your highs i guess of the, of the movie yeah pretty much yeah i mean all those things i thought were awesome um were good i guess i i like the the humor of the mcu i love how they can uh-huh. you know people try to use that as a as a knock on the movies like oh yeah. like they're too humorous i'm like dude they're based on comic books like comic books are always have characters flying around with capes and leotards and then like cracking jokes in the middle of a fight, you know? Yeah. And right. the, this is like a it's like a funny movie, you know, it's like I had a lot of funny moments. Mhm. Um, you know, like the whole <laughs> it was great cuz like you know they were able to to I guess um lighten up Thor with Ragnarok right. with you know they changed the tone of his character a little bit more so he's a little bit funnier. So yeah. it was great to see him and Peter go at it when like Peter was like mocking Thor, like <laughs> so talking to a deeper voice. He's like, "Are you are mocking you? me? Are you mocking me?" <laughs> that was like hilarious. Um, you know, always like someone talked about like Bruce Banner, how he like the whole movie. He just had this look like, "What is going on?" Here? Right, you know? I know he did. And he, and that was just funny in and of itself because you know. If you recall through the, from the events of the movies, and we think about the timeline, you know, after Age of Ultron, right, uh, the Hulk left, right, and you know he was on the Quinjet and went into space, and we come to find out after watching Ragnarok that he had been gone for like a couple of years, mm-hmm. and he was in Hulk form the entire time. So Bruce was like, "What's going on?" Right. So you know, by the and then then in Thor Ragnarok he was hanging out with Thor, and then he comes, and then you know the start of this movie is like the end of Thor Ragnarok. And so essentially when Bruce gets back to Earth or, you know, yeah, gets back to what's going on and gets <laughs> caught up on things. And he had like what my favorite line of, of of the film. He was pretty much like, wait, there's an Ant-Man and, and a Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Right. That, I love that line too. <laughs> and that was just so funny to me, especially when I, when I, I never thought about it before. Right. But it's like, yeah, there is an Ant-Man, Ant-Man and, and a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And a Wasp. And well, a wasp. soon to be, I guess. In and a it, sense. Sound, it sounds so ludicrous on its face. It's like, <laughs> really, dude? We got these insect men out there. But right. it's funny because he was kind of like a proxy for the audience where he's like, dog, we got, we got, th- what did I miss? Right. For, he was for two so years. lost. And it was so great. And yeah, I saw even a comment about like, somebody was kind of like, they didn't really, I guess, understand like his acting in this, like, in the sense of, not understand, but like, they didn't like that he seemed so out of the loop and like how he was acting, but I'm like he was out of the loop though. Yeah, he like, was literally like on the other side of the universe. Right. Like he, of course, he's out of the loop, and not even on the other side of the universe. On the other side of the universe as Hulk. Hulk. So right. when Hulk is like Hulking, like you know, Bruce doesn't have like much memory or control of what's going on. Right. So it's like he really doesn't know what's happening. I right. Mean, he. You know, he. I guess the way they show like he's gotten better at it over the over time over the films, but right. you know, he didn't know what was pretty much what was going <laughs> on. Like, so yes, he's out of it. That's the funny. That's the funny thing about it. He's right. like completely out of the loop, and I just trying to figure out because if you recall when the when he first showed up in Avengers with Mark Ruffalo in the role, mm-hmm. not you know from the original movie with uh, Ed Norton, right? Like, he was like reluctant. Like he didn't want to get, get involved in this Black right. Widow convinced him to come and join Avengers Initiative. So he was always reluctant to be right. part of this. Like, he just wanted to be alone and all this stuff. Yeah, so, wasn't it during... 
Oh no, he just never mind. He got something. I was thinking something different. No, go ahead. Yeah, so he never. Yeah, so he didn't want to even be part of this stuff. So it's it's it really is in line with his character where he's like, "What is going on? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't really sign up for this in the first place." And like every time something's always popping off, and he has to like turn into Hulk and all kinds of stuff happens. So it's yeah, it's 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 in line with his character. So I don't don't even understand that criticism. Yeah, I don't don't either. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean those are like my my favorite parts. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like the uh, like I said, the action is always good at MCU. One thing that's you know at not wanting to, but kind of wanting to make a comparison to the DC films. Mm-hmm. It's like the the MCU films they all have better fight scenes, fight choreography, yeah, and they're always shot better. Like the, yeah. it seems like all the DCU fights take place in the dark in oh, some dark. abandoned yes. like neighborhood where industrial area where there's like warehouses and mm-hmm. and things like that and it's like you know MCU they have no problem having fight scenes in the middle of the day I appreciate so you they can see, see everything <laughs> yeah exactly right, you can, yeah. so you can see everything I mean it was prominently on display in Civil War when the fight at the airport yes, but right. the fight here in Wakanda uh, and also the fight in New York that starts the yeah, the, the middle movie. of the day Right. Middle day, Broadway so you can light. see yeah. what's going on as a, you know, as a as a film film viewer. You know, you can just right. really see what's going on, who's attacking who. It's 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 clear, mm-hmm. and you can make out what's happening rather than like just a bunch of CGI characters just jumping all over the place and laser beams flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. So one thing I really appreciate is, you know, just how great the scenes are are shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this movie, and it's pretty much in line with the other movies as well, for the most part. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, yeah, that's that's all okay. I got to say in the way of like a quick summary of what I liked. Okay. Um, Do you want to talk about things that you didn't like? Because I don't have very much. <laughs> no, I really I'm... tried to think of stuff I didn't like, and I do have just one like. It's a critique, but it's there's a what is it? reservation critique we no it's it's a disclaimer uh, in that okay. like um i don't know if it's just something that had to do with the comics since um in case you hadn't realized audience we don't read the comic books <laughs> so we don't know what's popping off over there um we are just movie watchers so um yeah the one critique that i had was the and it wasn't a bad thing. I'm just wondering why they did it. But um, and you can shed some light on this if you know. But just why they chose to hide essentially the Hulk after that first opening scene. Like why? I wonder what the decision was or why they made it to just have Bruce and not the Hulk for basically the rest of the movie. Do you know? Had you heard anything? No, I haven't heard anything. I just yeah. think it's just the way they wrote it. I don't think there's mm-hmm. any other explanation. But they wanted to show. You know, on one hand, they probably also they wanted to give maybe Mark Ruffalo more to do. True. Yeah. And, you know, as I mean, even though he mm-hmm. does like the motion capture for the Hulk, and mm-hmm. you know, probably just give him more to do as his natural self. And also, just maybe that's just the way they wanted to write the film, and and that they wanted to show that like, you know, the 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 Hulk can can be pumped. I mean, because essentially he was. <laughs> I mean, Thanos kicked his butt. Yeah. On on the ship on Thor's ship. Yeah. And it's you know that's probably what happened was because you know after that like 
Hulk didn't want to come out. Yeah, you he know, did not want to come Bruce out. Bruce was trying to say, all right, let's go, like, let's go. go. And like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was just acting like a little trick. He was just afraid to come out. And, you know, I, I think that was just more of we just wanted to show this aspect. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think it was like anything really deep. It's just more like mm-hmm. we wanted to have, you know, show that the Hulk isn't like, mm-hmm. un, you know, I don't know, uh, unbeatable or anything like the Hulk has, you know, is a, has his own personality and temperament as well. Right. You know, kind of like as a continuation of the Hulk that was developed in Thor Ragnarok. Right. Where, yeah, I was going to say you that. You know, he was like moody and, you know, was stubborn and acted like mm-hmm. a, a big baby as Thor kept yeah. calling him, you're a baby. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's probably just a continuation of that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was only um, like kind of question thing I had and also too just the show showing of those different sides and that kind of conflict like I I wonder in the comics have they ever explored that like conflict between the two um kind of almost like they were able to kind of talk you know because I never knew that like the Hulk could come out that way and Bruce being able to respond like he did like he was like no I'm not coming out and then you know he's like what do you mean you're not coming out like (laughs) so that was interesting to see that um mm-hmm. that kind of communication um what else uh that was well also with the hulk it mm-hmm. was funny okay. i mean everyone's noticed this mm-hmm. so it's not like a, we're, we're breaking new ground here but marvel pulled the okie doke on us with having that image of the hulk in the commercials ah, right in the yeah. trailer where it's the image of like you know some of the avengers captain america black panther mm-hmm. Okoye, bucky, bucky like running through a Wakanda, right? You know, in the forest, charging mm-hmm. ahead with the Hulk there as well, right? And that's like something that you see saw in the trailers and you see in the commercials, but that scene never that occurred never in the movie. I mean, like not not only was you know because there was no Hulk as we've said, like it was Bruce Banner the entire right. uh, the entire film, but that particular scene of them like charging mm-hmm. in the forest like that that, that that scene was never in in the film either. So yeah, you know, I, I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that um you know that they had that and, and i think you know some people may have speculated like oh maybe they just changed the script or changed what they shot mm-hmm. no I, I think they had no interest they there was no intention to ever have that scene in the movie i think it was was made just, just for, for the trailers just for the trailers and commercials yeah. because the whole theme throughout the movie was hulk didn't want to come out and fight right you know so if if that were the case and then all those other scenes would have had to change too yeah and that didn't happen you know right. like they they i think that was just more of a you know a red herring just to throw us off the off the trail right yeah that was interesting um with that too yeah so um well, I'll just go to my. Or did you have any other things that you didn't um, no. that you didn't like in the movie? No. I, it was very few things. I mean, there. I just don't have anything that I didn't like. No, there was nothing I didn't like. Um. So this, these were some things that I was just thinking about. So one was the Bruce. Well, one thing oh, I, well, I can say one thing I didn't like. Oh, okay. But it has nothing to do with the production of the film. Okay. It's just more of like what happened with the story, and okay, it's you know, it's pretty much. Effin Star Lord, Effin Star Lord ruined everything for everybody. Just ruined it for everyone. And I'm just thinking, dude, man, what are you doing? They were like this close to getting the the gauntlet 
off of Thanos' hand. Right. And this dude cannot control his emotions and just mess everything. Like, they had a yeah. great plan. Like, yeah. And oh, that's another thing that's really good with the movies and the fight scenes, how... Mm-hmm. How coordinated they are when they when they come up with a plan like all the heroes like do the thing when like you know someone comes yeah. in and do this someone comes do in and that, do that right right so it's like everyone had a part in like getting control of Thanos so they could try to pull the the pull the the gauntlet off of his hand mm-hmm. and then Peter gets all up in his feelings when he <laughs> yes. hears about Gamora dying I'm like dude man like if the movie would have ended right there if this dude would have kept it under control. Ruined it for everybody. I mean, he basically killed like a trillion people with that. <laughs> basically. Because like, if you just think of like all Half the people, the, yeah. the population of the universe, it's yeah. like probably like a trillion folks. Crazy. Yeah, that was really messed up. And yeah, watching again, you just get mad again. <laughs> Don't watch it again. Like I did. Um, so one of the things I was wondering too, and this is kind of about the story also, um, was... I wonder, and I don't know if anybody caught this either while you're watching it, but if you think about it, you've got, like, Thor, who is a god, correct? Yes. And you've got Star-Lord, who's half, right? I wonder why they didn't figure out to combine their powers to... Wonder Twin Power activate. To destroy Thanos. Like, I wonder, like, you know, how this all kind of went down in the comic books, you know, just personally. But, like, yeah, I was thinking about that, like... Because I kind of thought, like, that whole battle in Wakanda was going to be over once Thor showed up. But it continued, you know. And... Well, because Go ahead. having the, the all the Infinity Stones means, like, Thanos is the most powerful being in the yeah. universe. You know, like, if mm-hmm. he, not even all of them, like, they said basically getting two was enough. Yeah. So if he has the power to change reality, like the everything. power to change time, you know, all these all these powers that are associated with these stones... It's like it's not much anyone could do, uh, even Thor. I mean, plus mm. Thor needed to have his his new hammer slash axe yeah. to to do anything, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he could, if if they can get you know Thanos distracted, and yeah, maybe Thor could do something. But mm-hmm. as long as like Thanos has the glove and is like engaged, and <laughs> you know, he can he can pretty much beat anybody, anything. And for Peter, like I just don't know, Peter just. It's probably incapable of t- of tapping into that god half that he has. I mean, he's still like fifty percent human, so he probably like doesn't really have any power, so he can just Did he? turn on demand. Well, in his movie, once he like defeated his father, did he did he lose his powers? Why no, am I think like I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I have to watch that again and see. Um, but yeah, that was just a thought I had too um, about that. Um, what else did I have? So, yeah, that was all I kind of had as far as, like, just quick little things I thought about during the movie. Um, well, let's, let's, let's start asking some questions then. Sure. Uh, question number one. And this is, like, the first question I had as I'm watching the movie and I'm sitting there. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, 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 <laughs> yo. Yes. Where's Valkyrie, yo? Yo, where's oh, Valkyrie? Oh, yeah. Where is she? Right. Like... And we're clear... Are we certain she was on the ship yes, at the end everyone, of the movie? Everyone Everybody was on, on the, the ship. ship at the end of Thor, Ragnarok. I'm just trying to remember, yeah, and the, like looking at... They're all looking out the window watching, you know, yeah. Asgard burn and all that stuff. And they, like, and they left okay. and Thor was sitting in the chair. chair. And yeah, like, you're you know, right, right. Because then he looked... Okay, that scene. That's what I'm thinking of now. Okay, that scene. Right. You're, you're right. And, I mean, because everyone, you know, 
They killed some people up in there. I mean, you could see the damage that occurred. Heimdall was killed. Right. He's dead. He's gone. You, you don't have to worry about him coming back. Loki is dead. Like, even though, you know, Thor joked that, like, Loki's, you know, died twice before. <laughs> but right. Loki is definitely dead. But I'm thinking uh, Valkyrie and also, like, the other, um, like, some of the other characters. Like, the, the guy from... Um, oh, yeah. The, the, from Thor Ragnarok, the big guy. Right, the big guy, yeah. yeah. And, and Forget their names, but, yeah. I think he is... I think they're they're safe because... Pretty much because they brought in people for like one day cameos. Like basically, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Hiddleston, Idris Elba, like those scenes, that, that takes one day. Yeah. And obviously they brought him in for one day, kicked him a little coin, said, hey, you're going to do this scene for one day so we can kill <laughs> off your character. Yeah. And I feel like if they wanted to do the same for Valkyrie, I'm sure they could have gotten too. Tessa Thompson to come in for one day. Sure. To shoot a death scene. Right. Because that didn't happen and they didn't mention her, I'm going to assume that she's alive and maybe the other guy from Ragnarok's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, also the guy who's um, part of the, the the Reavers. Is it the Reavers? The people that Peter was hanging out with? The Reavers? Oh, I don't remember. With Yondu? Like, is that their name? What do you know the oh, one guy who's oh, like the second oh. command? Not... Uh, Ravengers, were Ravengers? they? Ravengers? Okay. Ravengers or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I think, yeah, I think they're still alive because Thor mentioned when he was picked up by the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. folks that, that half the people, you know, half my, you know, half my people were killed by Thanos and they just left it at that. So I'm going to go on the assumption that somewhere, somewhere they, they were maybe to, they were able to escape and escape pods. And we'll see that in the next movie. Like somehow right. Valkyrie was able to get away with half the other folks mm-hmm. and, and before the other half could get away is when Thanos, you know, came on board and destroyed everyone. It's just interesting not to show her, at least, at all. Um, I was also thinking maybe at some point they took her back and those guys back to that planet. What planet? That they came from. Why that, would they go back to that planet? Why not? That's what she was doing. She was, like, you know, scavenging and doing stuff, working for what's-his-face. Yeah, but she didn't do that anymore. Well, like once she helped Thor and Hulk escape, yeah, she, but was, it wasn't she wasn't like about, she was about that to... life anymore. How did we know that though? Because she, she helped, she went to Asgard, helped Thor like defeat Hela, but and I then like I didn't get that sense that she was just gonna like start this new life as a Valkyrie again. I didn't get that feeling. I don't, I don't see how you did it. I think it was pretty clear that she was gonna start that life as a Valkyrie, and she was gonna be like on Thor's just side. Gonna come with that? Yeah, I don't like know. why would she go back first? That is, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, That's fine. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I, I didn't get the sense. I, I'm just saying I didn't get the feeling like now she's going to travel and, and do things with But Thor. then why would those people go back when they were all, like, basically, like, slaves on that planet? You know what I'm Well, saying? those guys, I mean, they could have gone anywhere. You know, like, they could have just... And then why would the Asgardians go back there, go to that planet? Well, not them. I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about Valkyrie and those other people no. from that... I'm sure she stayed on a ship. I'm I'm sure that they're gonna address that in more detail in the next movie. That's I, I'm sure of that because she was a popular character, and I know if they weren't just gonna like not mention her at all or resolve her storyline at all, when they could have easily brought her in for one day of work, like they did with the other actors. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure they're gonna address it somehow, and. I hope they address it where she's not dead. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think she's dead because I feel like you said they they would have brought her in to show that. 
But I don't know. I just have this feeling she's not on the ship anymore. I just feel like she wasn't on the ship. Well, yeah, I, I feel like know. they escaped. That's my theory. Well, my I don't theory think she was there escaped. at all when Thanos came. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there was an escape. I don't. Do I, you I remember, just think but, they could have. T- well, let's say like. Do you she remember the end of Thor uh, Ragnarok? No, though, I do. It? I remember she was on the ship. Yes, I, and then, I remember and, and now. When, and at the end of the and at the end, they were on the ship, and then you see a bigger ship comes above them. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's Thanos's ship. Yeah, no. like so. It, so basically, this picks up like immediately after Thor Ragnarok. So when does she have time to leave the ship to go off on some adventure? I it mean, could have been immediately. It could have been like I, there could have been okay. Remember, this is the movies, and time is whatever. It's you think of the time like in your head. You're thinking Thanos showed up immediately after they left, like Asgard, after they got into space. But they, yeah, they showed it because right. No, I know they showed it, but. There was something about the end of that movie that I don't think that Thanos showing up was like immediate. I don't know. There's, I don't know why they I showed like, him show up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you not think it was it was immediate? They... Because the time there was something about the timing at, towards the end, like after I guess it was kind of like after they showed all of them. You know, he turned. You know, he's sitting in the chair right. and they're all on the side of him. Yeah. And then there was something about after that that made me just think it was i don't want to call it a new day but just that it was like later so you know then you see him and loki in the room together right it just seemed like there was a because they just switch right you see uh thor sitting in the chair with everybody and then the next scene is him and loki so when stuff like that happens to me that signifies in my head the movie is trying to show a time lapse okay maybe you don't think that i just feel like when when you when you don't see what happened in between him going to the room with loki I get sign that to me signifies just a time lapse. Okay, that maybe well, it was like five hours okay, later. Well, maybe she left, but I don't mean I don't think she went back to that planet. So maybe, okay, maybe she didn't maybe, go back to the planet. Maybe That's fine. in that time lapse between the time they're sitting there and he's sitting on the throne and everyone surrounding him, and then the next scene is him and Loki standing in front of the window. Yeah. Maybe okay at that point. Yeah. That's what she left. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. just saying that time, we don't know how much time lapsed between that. Maybe Thor was sitting there for like three hours and then kicking it with everybody and blah, blah, blah. And then he decides a few hours later, he's going to go and talk to Loki. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just don't know what happened in between. Like, something could have happened. But anyway, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm going to stick with my gut. I do not think she was on that ship when Thanos showed up. I'm going to stick with my gut and we'll see. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't care how they do it as long as she's not dead. Yeah. No, I don't think she's dead. I don't think she's dead. And um, yeah, I think like, I mean, we'll we'll have to wait until the next <laughs> movie and see. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm watching the scene now and it's, yeah, I mean, it's the scene of him mm-hmm. and Loki standing there in the shadow falls appears, right. over and they look out and then yeah, Thanos' ship. Right. Yes. I remember that. But right before that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind of like unclear. It's just, it, it just kind of cuts to that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, I, I understand. But anyway, that was like my first the first question I had was like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> where's Valkyrie? Uh-huh. Um, what other thing? Um, 
Well, we already talked about people die. So we talked about Hemdall, right? Loki. Now, uh, what about su- Gamora? Suppose, yeah, Gamora. I don't Do know. Do you think she's dead? I don't know. That one's up in the air because when I thought about it at the end of the movie, watching it again, I'm like, if Gamora is dead, you realize the only guardian of the galaxy is Rocket. Because everybody else disappeared. Right. So, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, I mean, I mean, we obviously know all the disappeared people aren't going to be gone for long. <laughs> see, my theory is, I don't think that... Yeah, I, I don't think she's dead simply because of the whole we know everything about these movies and their production and them being made. So, in yeah. a sense, we already know they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I just think you yeah. can't kill her off because that would, to me, it would kind of fundamentally change the, the makeup of the team. Yeah. And, you know, her being Peter's love interest and being like a foil right. for him as well and being... Yeah, you know, I just feel like if she ends up dead, it's a situation where it's like, wow, this is really like It's like things depressing. got real, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of kind of de- depressing. And, yeah. and that's why for that reason I don't think she she's dead, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, she I mean, everyone else that quote unquote died mm-hmm. is dead. Like all the other the people who turned to ash, we know good well they're not right. Dead. Those people are coming. Back Some of them might now. end up being dead in the next movie. It might something might happen, and they actually do end up dying at right. some point. But as of now, we just know like they're going to come back in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, because of the the whole thing with the ash. But with right. with those three characters, we saw an on screen death where it's hard for me to argue other than just knowing about the the movies. Right. That she would be back. If I'm just thinking within the four corners of this film, right? She's pretty much dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, if we're just talking about this, yeah. Um. So yeah, just those what three people? So oh, for, Envision. So four people actually died for real. For real. Well, see, the thing with Vision is, yes, he may have died, but but right. Shuri might may have copied the soul stone. Maybe. Maybe. Because yeah. she was doing something. I mean, she was trying to figure out a way to remove it right. without killing him. Right. Um, and then it looked like whatever she was doing, she was able to finish at this last second, right before mm-hmm. um Thanos' people came in to the lab. So yeah, I, I'm hopefully. just hopefully yeah. I think she was what she was doing, she was copying the data on the soul stone and then right. they can use that to recreate vision. Right. That's that's my idea. She was basically she was doing like a backup. <laughs> yeah, hopefully she was able to finish cuz I mean she did shut it off but she was being attacked. So I don't know if she shut it off what she was doing because she was being attacked or if she actually like finished it in time before getting attacked or right as she was getting attacked. Um so we'll see. Yeah. Um what else? What um well, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. It might be a question that like tests uh puts a strain on your moral compass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Do you sympathize with Thanos any? Uh... And to refresh people's memory, Thanos is, uh asserted that he did the things he did because when he became like ruler of his home planet, 
he couldn't feed everyone. They didn't have enough resources for everybody on this planet. And he decided that, he, you know, basically we should start killing people. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to extend that, that philosophy to the rest of the universe, feeling that there wasn't enough resources throughout the universe to sustain Mm -hmm. and sustain all the people Mm -hmm. so he's like basically yeah i'm going to just just get rid of half the people in the universe what do you think of of that well i thought it was interesting well i i don't i don't think i sympathize with him and then when i rewatched it and rewatched the scene with him once he um took gamora and um you know they're in his i guess throne room if you want to call it that yeah that big empty space with the big chair. Um, and he's talking to her and he said some things, but the thing that really got me, what he said, it was like, he's the only one that can like save the universe, essentially. Like he specifically said he's the only one I mean, you know, that like, can kind of save everybody. And like I just... Skywalker, he's bringing so, balance to the force. I just start thinking, is Thanos Trump? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, slow down now. Slow down. There's no slowing down. Um, no, it was just funny that he said it that way. He was like, I'm the only one. And I, you know, it was me that has to do this. And I was like, dude, like, are y'all like, are y'all trying to make a reference here? I'm sure they're not. <laughs> but it was just funny um, that he said that. So anyway, I no, to answer your question, I do not have any sympathy for him. I mean, come on, dude. It's like a vast universe. How do you think there's just not like why do you think there's just not enough resources like in this entire universe? It's just it yeah. just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't and make no, any I don't sense. have sympathy for him. Like I mean, I mean, I guess that could be a critique and where as a viewer we don't see that as the case. Like we don't see we didn't see enough of other worlds throughout this yeah. movie of this film series to see that there aren't enough people resources are where people right. are like struggling. I mean, we've, we've gone to different individual planets, but there was no mm-hmm. indication that it was like any worse than, you know, what you would probably expect from, from, you know, a planet, you know, it wasn't right. like every planet we went to, like basically everyone was poor yeah. and, and there was only like a few people who were eating. Cause I can't even think of any place that they've gone to like guardians of the galaxy or like Asgard, obviously earth they've been to. And, um, I can't even think of the other place. Um, but yeah, like none of these places look like they're hurting. <laughs> but then it's like for the movie's purpose, they show, you know, Gamora, wherever she, where was Gamora from? Did they? Her, her home planet? Her home planet. They didn't say what it was, I don't think. But um, I mean, he, he obviously thought they were struggling, but we didn't, we, we still didn't see that. Like, so it's kind of like, okay, where is all this struggle <laughs> that you're talking about? Uh, because it didn't, you know, we just didn't get that. We didn't get that picture as an audience. So it, it just, I don't know. Yeah, that is a critique because it's, yeah, I wish we had kind of got glimpses of that maybe via Guardians of the Galaxy or, you know, Thor movies. You know, I mean, there's just no, there's just no hint, hint of that. So it was kind of odd. But to have sympathy for him killing like tons of people because he thinks like, that's the only way. Like, no, that's just... Okay, I, no. so, okay so, <laughs> so you you can't clap to that. Then. Nope. Okay. But I will say, um, the character, though, showed a side, you know, that I was not expecting from the villain. Well, um, because you don't get it in, like, other comic book movies. Yeah, no, like, you don't at all. Especially the DC movies. Like, yeah, you don't get, like, the, mm-hmm. the fully... Real rounded, developed 
bad guy. And this was, but this, and and the and to their credit too, this was the first movie that we've really seen Thanos. We've only seen him in like you know the in credits and, and stuff like right. that, right? Like we haven't seen him, and we don't know what he's about. We just know he's evil, basically. You know, he's a villain. But yeah, so I have to give credit to um, the MCU for like taking this movie to kind of show all these different sides, essentially, and to you know give us this this kind of yeah like a a well-rounded character in the span of two hours and 30 minutes or so whatever 19 okay there we go so yeah i i that yeah was just really um impressive to me to see a villain like that and um yeah you just don't get that in other movies all right um yeah i mean i agree Mm -hmm. i like thanos yeah it's it's like i think about the chris rock joke where <laughs> I hope we don't get any angry emails about this, but <laughs> when, when when basically Chris Rock made a joke back in you know '96 or whatever, bring the pain, talking about when OJ killed his wife. Yeah, I said he killed his wife, his ex-wife. <laughs> where he was saying that, um, you know how, you know Nicole was you know got divorced and probably had his money and it's probably going around like you know spending his money or whatever, and and just thinking about like. You know, I'm not saying OJ should have killed her, but I understand. And like, oh, that's, that's how I kind of like, I think of that line when I think of like Thanos. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying he should kill all these people, but I understand. Like, I know, <laughs> I, I understand his motivation, so to speak. You know, I kind of like, yeah, I, I, I get why you're doing it. I mean, you shouldn't do it, but <laughs> I, I know why you do it. <laughs> I acknowledge that I have you know, an, an understanding of your motivation, but nah, you can't be like just deciding that you're just going to kill a bunch of people in order to get some stones so you can kill like half the population of the universe. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, you're better than me. I don't even understand his motivation for it that that well. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good motivation, but his motivation <laughs> was just about, he just felt like there wasn't enough resources and he felt around, like yeah. the, 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 the universe will prosper better if we ever weren't so many people fighting for resources but mm. you know like i said for that to be his his motivation i just don't think that was established enough maybe right. maybe you know because it's a two hour and 19 minute movie maybe it was in other scenes that were shot but they just had to cut for time Probably, you know that yeah. happens maybe that was something that that could have been yeah you see him kind of like see. a slight pass which you know I, i'm not all about flashbacks but in this case i would have allowed it because we don't you know this is like i said first time we're really getting to see him and his character and you know so yeah i I would have allowed for a little bit of like background to understand where he's coming from right but yeah what do you think so what did you think of the ending. Well, let me tell you what I thought of the ending first. Okay. <laughs> I know I asked you that question, but I'm going to I'm gonna jump in and <laughs> do it for myself. you're just going to, like, co-op the question. <laughs> I, I did. Um, pin drop. Like, you could hear a pin drop in a the theater. Yeah, it was, it was so like, quiet. They cut the music, you know, it was just really quiet in the film. And as you see the, like, because no one know like, basically no one knew going into this movie. Like, the only people who knew... What hap- was going to ha- what happened in this movie? Are people who saw it, you know, at the premiere, right? You know, right? And select people who make the movie. I mean, not even all the the actors knew what was going to happen because, the, mm-hmm. and you could tell by the way the movie was shot. It's, it's easily, even though they had like you know, 
25 like quote unquote main characters mm-hmm. principal characters in a movie you could tell they structured the shoot yeah, they could they could easily structure the shoot of that where you know people show up for like two weeks at a time do their part and they're done because mm-hmm. all of the, most of the scenes were really compartmentalized yeah you yeah, know I every scene had a certain like certain, two or three people yeah two or three actors certain yeah. actors and they do like two or three scenes each throughout the movie mm-hmm. with either some of the same actors or different actors and it's easy to compartmentalize that where none of the actors know what's gonna right. what's gonna happen ultimately in the end right and and no one in the general population knew what was going to happen in the end. Like, we just, I mean, everyone kind of assumed, like, oh, yeah, someone's going to have to die. Yeah, you yeah. know, that was kind of like the scuttlebutt. But, then, but to see that, you know, many of our heroes turn to ash and are just blown away right, that's was great. like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And even when I know, you know, like I, like I said, like, we know about the movies. Like, we know there's going to be a Black Panther 2. Right, I mean, right. they were just talking about it, like, last week before this movie <laughs> came out about, you right. know, wanting to make a Black Panther 2 and get Ryan Coogler back on board. Yeah. You know there's going to be a Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. or Homecoming 2, because it's coming out next year. They're already shooting it. So we know Spider-Man and Black Panther aren't gone permanently. Right. Unless they do something crazy, which play with the timeline and just leave movies or be prequels somehow to Avengers, which I doubt. But mm. it's safe to say that those guys are going to come back. So even though you know some of those characters are, dev- are going to come back, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they blew away, turned into Ash and blew away, right. it was still affecting. It was yeah, still it was, like, yeah. whoa, like, mm. wow, like that's a... That's a bold move, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, there's no way... I don't think that... I think Marvel and the writers and directors and producers are too smart to make it like a... To, like, kind of retcon the situation where, all right, next movie, we just go back in time and everyone's alive and then we go on yeah. from there. And like, no one... no, There's no consequence to it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think there will be people who do end up dying. Mm-hmm. It may not necessarily be the same people we saw disappear. Right, yeah. But some people are not going to be alive yeah. going forward. Yeah. Um, but of, of all the, like, the scenes of people, like, disappearing, I mean, I think everyone can agree, like, the most heartbreaking one is, like, Peter. Ah, uh, like, yeah. was so sad. Even though we know he's coming back, but it was like... Yeah. He's like, I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I don't want to go. Yeah. And then, like, Tony's holding him. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, <laughs> it's like giving me all the feels. Like, oh, because yeah. you know he's he's just a kid, you yeah. know? And the, and he's just a kid, and he, like, looked up to Tony Stark and respected him. Mm-hmm. And he always called him Mr. Mr. Stark, Stark yeah. you know, Mr. like Mr. a kid Mr. would. Yeah. And, and Tony obviously cared for the kid because he, you know... Gave him the suit, brought him in, was tr- helping him out. Right. But he also wanted to protect him. Like, that's why he didn't want him to go on the ship in the first place in the beginning of the movie. So right. you really got in. Plus, since Tony doesn't have a kid of his own, mm-hmm. like, you really see that as, like, that's like his surrogate father. You right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Peter's got his Aunt May, and he's got, like, his surrogate father. Mm-hmm. And then when when Tony was, like, holding him, and he started, like, to fade away, and I, I was like, oh, my goodness, so this is sad. terrible. Yeah. And, every you know, everyone was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was it was affecting, but but to me like, but I'm also pretty jaded and desensitized <laughs> to things. Yeah, because you know I've heard people were like really traumatized by this. Like this, I guess people who don't also don't follow either comic books closely yeah. or follow these movies closely enough where they actually are like yeah think these people are dead and like they mm-hmm. felt really really bad leaving the movie. And I'm like. Mm. I guess I'm just uh, just cynical and jaded. I'm yeah. like, 
I mean, it was kind of heartbreaking to watch the scene of Peter die, but then in the end, like, I'm not like you know, sad about up. it three yeah. days later. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, they're right. not coming back. Like, I, I mean, I know they're coming back in some capacity. Yeah. For me, um, at the end, yeah, it was definitely um, like um, it, it was what's the right word I want to use? I guess it was for me baffling at first you know like how is everybody just disappearing you know just like what I guess I was expecting something them to show something else and then they just like cut them off. <laughs> it was just like everybody disappeared and we go to Thanos and he's just sitting there and he's looking at the sunset and I'm just like oh my gosh like this is it and and then that was it so at first I was a little bit baffled because I just expected something more to happen but then um as I started thinking about it, yeah, it's, you know, you know that these other movies are going to get made. And um, it was very funny to me to read people who are upset, especially about Black Panther. And I'm just like, dude, like, you clearly don't see the other movie. Like, I was just so irritated because I know a lot of people who went to see Black Panther don't watch these movies. Don't oh, They don't see and that, the rest ooh, of that these movies. That was kind of annoying to me. And I knew that was going to happen. Like, I yeah. knew all these folks and, like, obviously there's a lot of people we know and we see that are the, are the, the fans of these movies and, and they, they'll go to all the other movies or try to yeah. go to most of them. Yeah. But, I mean, the box office returns for Black Panther are enough all to right. show you that there's plenty of people who are completely casual fans and they just want to see Black Panther. Right. And they probably decided to see this movie. Because and like, of him, right. Yeah, and then like, and probably like griping that, oh, he wasn't in it enough or, yeah. you know, like making their feelings known, like making their opinion known about the mm-hmm. movies, like how much they didn't like it or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? In my opinion, if the only Marvel movie that you've seen is Black Panther, you have no right to comment yeah. on Infinity War. Because yeah. Infinity War is like, Built is is built upon eighteen films mm-hmm. of Marvel characters. Yeah, right. And you know, it's for people who who went through that. People who saw all eighteen films or the essential ten films or whatever you want to say, like the essential number of films. Right. So it's like that. It's for those people. Like you, you, you can't have any criticism. Like I don't think anyone who's seen all the films will have a critical thing to say about this film because they were yeah. able to follow it. They know what happened in the previous movies. Right. They know these characters. They know how the characters relate. They know the characterizations. We assume what's going to happen next. Kind right. Of, you know. And, yeah, I just knew it was going to be a bunch of, like, Fairweather, like, Black Panther fans yeah. who were going to be like, well, no. Yeah, I saw a couple comments. Not too, not too many, though. But I saw a couple comments, and I was just kind of like, Oh, you only saw Black Panther, so you're all like lost and out of the loop, and you know, like, how's it gonna be another Black Panther? Why'd they do this? And there's supposed to be another Black Panther. I'm like, you just answered your own question. Like, so think about it, dude. It's like, do you think Black Panther's really gonna be gone if they already like announced doing a sequel? Come on, come on, right. be I smart mean, about it. Black Panther is like the number two grossing MCU right. film worldwide. You right. Know? You think they're not going to make a sequel to that? Come on, right? Like, use your lose use your head. Yeah, but the, that's just people who clearly don't know there's going to be other Marvel movies to like kind of put this all together and all this. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I overall thought the ending was very dr- dramatic and traumatic, but not too traumatic for me, but definitely dramatic and. Um, yeah, a lot of people died, <laughs> like essentially, you know, like a lot of people turned to ash and went away. But you know, with with Thanos, it's it's like he has all this power, and I guess I don't know. Maybe I can roll into what I think will happen next. Yes. 
So the question of what do I think will happen next? I hadn't really thought about it, but I'm assuming someone's going to... I don't. I feel like seeing his vulnerability and seeing his different emotions in this movie. Um, again, very rare for a villain character. I think someone's going to end up persuading him to turn back time. You know, I, I think. Time, yeah, I. I don't. Time. I don't. I mean, I guess there has to be some sort of battle. You know, because it is a comic book. So you're going movie. on the assumption that, like, but I think Thanos' it, story is. Isn't over that they're gonna show no. Thanos in season four? I mean, season four. <laughs> it feels like it feels like a terrible. Like I know, <laughs> right? And in in the fourth four. movie, in the fourth Avengers, you think? Yes. That, well, because the way it ended with him, he was in whatever place you want to call it. I don't even know where that was. Yeah, I don't know where, where he, he wanted to be. But baby yeah. Gamora, little girl Gamora, mm-hmm. and like you know, she was like, you know, was it worth it? And right, and all that. right. Like one can read, one can interpret that scene as being that's the end of this story arc. Really? Because of the original hmm. title for the movies, three and four, was going to be Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Okay. But then they changed, ep- uh, uh, they changed the the fourth film to Untitled because because oh, okay. it, it was no longer going to be called Infinity War Part Two because they said because the way the movie you know is being written, it doesn't make sense anymore to call it Part Two. Oh so wow! Okay. It it might not be as related. Hmm. As one might think, you okay. know, so that might not be like it's a sequel in a sense as a movie that follows after three, right. but it might not be a sequel in a sense where okay, it's a, a straight up continuation of like, this war and all of that. Right, it's not like a yeah. Back to the Future two, Back to the Future three situation <laughs> where you know the end of two is like the beginning of three. Like it might right. not even be like that. So that this could be the end of Thanos' storyline. It might be, you know, there might be a, a whole another story. In which they have to figure out another way to bring everyone back. Maybe it's not using, Hmm. you know, maybe it's not with Thanos. Who knows? Okay. Well, if that's the case, yeah, then I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. But I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like maybe, well, maybe it won't be like this kind of continued quest to hunt him down, you know, and like, you know, get the stones back and all that stuff. But maybe he might show up in the end and be like, here, like, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, maybe, maybe yeah. one of those kind of, he's just going to feel such remorse and he's going to want Gamora back and just like, you know, yeah. So I don't know. But um, that was kind of my initial thoughts of what could happen next. But I really, I really don't know. It really, this movie, these movies, yeah. They do a good job of keeping you in suspense. Like, no one, no one I, knew what was going to happen in this movie. Yeah, I had no and, idea. And still, we still have no idea what's going to happen in the next movie. <laughs> right. Which is, which is amazing. It's like the, the narrative I love isn't, it. isn't straightforward. Like, it gives you something to look forward to. Yes. Like, all we know is we, we think, you know, some people, some, some, Avengers are going to die, right? And then others are going to come back because we right. see that they're in other movies. But other than, beyond that, we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know which Avengers are going to die, right? Like people are assuming, oh, maybe it's going to be Tony Stark Tony and, Captain, and, and Captain America yeah. just because of the actors. You know, they've been playing these roles for a long time. Maybe they move on to something else and like want to you know transition to new characters. Maybe that's what people are speculating, but you never know because yeah. Tony didn't die at the end of. This movie, and I thought he was going to die because neither did Cap. When Thanos (laughs) stabbed him, 
Right. And I was like, oh man, this is where Tony dies. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Tony's about to die. Tony, and, and then <laughs> Tony didn't die. Didn't because, die. you know, Doctor Strange, Strange gave him a thing. Yeah. Gave the, gave the time, time yeah, stone. The, the time stone to mm-hmm. Thanos. And we didn't talk about that. But yeah, apparently, you know, pretty much the prevailing rumor is, you know, Doctor Strange gave him the stone because that's the one out of 14 million chance that they have to, to, to defeat Thanos. Ooh. Remember he said there's 14 yeah, million he did say outcomes had, and only had one no works. Choice or something? Right, because he says I, you know, had no choice. Yeah, because if this is the only way. This I think is the only way. He right. So he yeah. said this is the only way. So basically, it's pretty much where he knows and and, and the outcomes that he sees giving Thanos the stone is the only way to ultimately win this battle. Oh, that makes me war. really think because oh wow, hmm, that just makes me think like. Giving him is the only way, giving the stone to him is the only way for, like, this outcome. So, if he didn't, like, what... Mm. Well, you think about, like, the 14 million outcomes is probably, like, 14 million iterations of them trying to, like... And other people really dying, perhaps, Yeah, other people really trying to stop him, you know? Like, it happens 14 million times in, in this in this uh, model that uh, Doctor Strange performed. It's like every time we did something, it, it didn't work, right. you know? Right, And so he says, this is the one that works, is giving him the stone. So, right. you know, maybe, yeah. you know, somehow that plays into the next movie, into how they come back. Um, hmm, true. But, I mean, I, I think it's clear as, you know as a prediction of what's going to happen in the next movie, or more of an idea is, you know, with the end credit scene with Nick Fury mm-hmm. and Maria Hill, um, that Captain Marvel is going to play a role in the next film. Yes. Because at the end, when people started disappearing, and then Nick Fury is like, oh, I need to call some help, he uses this pager, and, you know, he sends a message Mm-hmm. And on the screen shows up the logo for Captain Marvel, which mm-hmm. is another movie that's in production. When is that supposed to be coming out? March of next year. Hmm. So do you think we're going to get some answers by then? Or do you think that's just going to be its own movie? And Well, Captain Marvel is, is supposed to be a prequel set in the 90s. Right, okay. So essentially, so... Um, it has to do with um, some alien war between the Kree and the, and the, and the Kroll. Mm. And somehow this woman's Air Force pilot becomes uh, Captain Marvel. She's a, like basically mm. the first superhero that Nick Fury encounters. Mm. So this is before they thaw out Captain America from the from the where he was frozen in, in Antarctica, mm. where he, wherever he was. Yeah. So basically, th- this movie Captain Marvels is about her being the first superhero that Shield pretty much has, and Nick Fury comes across, mm-hmm. and her role in playing in that movie in the, in that war. Um, but my question okay. is, since this takes place in the nineties and then, and, you know, considering the timeline of these movies and, and Nick Fury sending out that message, you know, presumably asking for her help, right. I'm like, where has she been for 20 years? Right. Right. That's my question. Like, where has she right. been for the past 20, 30 years? And I think that's something that's going to be answered in the Captain Marvel movie. Like, you know, wow. what, however that plays out in the Captain Marvel we'll movie. We'll see what happened to her. Right. We'll see what happened to her. You know, maybe she went into hiding. Maybe she went to, you know, maybe she was on the other side of the universe. Maybe she was mm. on the other side of the universe, you know, doing superhero things yeah, there. And then right. he's, like, calling her back because it's a big problem. And I was thinking, 
Yo, you didn't see fit to call her doing Avengers 1 and <laughs> Avengers 2? Like, all the stuff that went down in Avengers 1 with Loki and the Chitari yeah. and, and, and Ultron with Ultron coming through Wreck and Shot. I'm like, yo, Nick, you didn't you didn't want to call Captain right. Marvel? You didn't think it was a good idea to call her in? Right. He waits till the SUV crashes in front of them <laughs> to say, you know what? This SUV just crashed. I need to call Captain Marvel. Well, seeing as our people are disappearing, I mean... But was he... But did he... Yeah, I guess. I guess at that point he saw Maria hit. Well, well he saw Maria. Yeah, he, yeah, she disappeared right. Was he? Was he already reaching for the pager though when she disappeared? No, he was standing in front of her, and then she disappeared. And he looked like he looked like he knew what was happening. Right. And then he ran around on the other side of the vehicle, you know, and got out the pager, and then went to the back of it, and then that's when he's like starting to do the thing, and then as he's, you know, he's disappearing as he's typing in, it falls, you know. And so. that's maybe, and and maybe he didn't know. Like maybe it comes where. And Captain Marvel, that maybe something happens where, you know, somehow there's a message sent back in time to where Nick Fury is, or or in the '90s where he somehow knows that this event's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's like something happens. Some maybe the time stone situation where he knows. Um, right, but yeah, yeah, it's it, a message from yeah. Like, somehow yeah. in the '90s, he says. He finds out, like, yeah, sometime in the future, like, there's going to be this catastrophic universal And everything's just going to stop event. and things, yeah. yeah and then just... you need some big help, so maybe that's what it was. because yeah, when I looked at it again, it his facial expression kind of looked like, like it's happening. You know, that kind of, like, shock look, mm-hmm. you know, and so. And I would think so, because why text her or page her or whatever, you know, like, why her? Like, I guess... Well, she's supposed to be, like, the strongest of all these, like, quote-unquote Avengers. Mm. When we're talking about Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor. Yeah. Like, she's she's like, legit, she's basically, like, Superman. Mm. Like, she, mm-hmm. like, has all these powers. So she's essentially the strongest of all of them, supposedly. Wow. okay. From what I, from what I gather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and Marvel is this very... Very slick, uh, what they do. I mean, they're just a well-oiled machine where everything ties together, and it's kind of like, okay, I want to watch. You do. You want to watch the next thing, right? You know, right. like basically, Ant Man is going to come out in July, yeah, and and like a couple of months, and Ant Man is undoubtedly going to make more than the first Ant Man, which was an, a miracle that first Ant Man made as much movie as it did because mm-hmm. it's a movie about an Ant Man, like, and it was good. It, it was, was good. good. Movie. It was good, but that's I didn't good. expect that to be. Good as it was. Because it was a smaller movie in a sense. It didn't have the same high stakes as some of the other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And it was as well produced. And it's that's how good the machine is. Like, yeah. You would think that like they make a movie about a guy who could become microscopic size or the size of an ant who has controls an army of ants using like, you know, some mind <laughs> right. control thing. Who knew that was going to be like a hit movie? Yeah. And Marvel was able to turn that into a hit that's movie. That's amazing. So the new movie is going to come out and it's going to make even more because of that, but it's going to mm-hmm. do, you know, because this first one was good and well received. Yeah. But I think it's going to do even better because yeah. of Avengers: Infinity War, because people are going to yeah. want to watch Ant Man and to the Wasp. see like if there's going to be is there going to be some tie-in, some tie explanation, in, like right. where does it take place? Does it take place prior to the events of Infinity War? Does it take place concurrently to the events of Infinity War? Is it after Infinity War? Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to take place before Infinity War because remember during Infinity War they were talking about us. Uh, Scott, that's Ant-Man, yes. right? He was on house arrest. Right. So I'm like, how, 
that that won't make sense. But he's also kind of. But if you see in the trailer, you saw he is, he was still on house. Oh, he had a bracelet on his ankle, yeah. didn't he? Oh, so, but we don't know. It could yeah. be it could be prior. It could be concurrent. It could be after the events of Infinity War. But everyone's yeah. gonna want to go see that because like people are gonna be itching for any information any, right. on Infinity War, so they're <laughs> gonna see that, and then that's gonna that's gonna go right into Captain Marvel, right? You know, seven months later when it comes out in March, people are gonna go see that Ooh, how because exciting. they want to see what's gonna happen there, there and then right. that feeds into Infinity War or not Infinity War, but the the fourth Marvel uh, fourth Avengers movie, whatever right. it's gonna be called, coming out next you know May or June. So it's all they all just roll into each other, and then it's the crazy. following year, uh, oh, and in July, Spider Man Homecoming Two mm-hmm. is the working title. The the next Spider Man movie with Tom Holland that comes out next July, mm-hmm. and then after that, you know, in twenty twenty, it's probably go Guardians Black of the Pan- Galaxy Three, a Black Panther, maybe sometime. maybe another Black Panther at that time. Like mm-hmm. they just boom, 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 one after the other. Geniuses over there, geniuses, very yeah. exciting. Yep, and I can't wait. Same. <laughs> um, what else do we need to talk about? I don't think I've said my piece. I think I've uh, uh, talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I think I did as well. I'll just throw out, you You said your MVP was Drax. Um, I think mine would be uh, Spidey. He's just so funny. The part where he... Uh, <laughs> was trying to get away from Mantis. And he was like, ooh, don't put your eggs in me, please. <laughs> like, that was so funny. He was hilarious. He was just, he was very, very funny. Drax is definitely, definitely very funny too, though. Uh, another part of unintentional humor, <laughs> and people have already made memes about it, is my man Wong. Oh. My Wong, you know, Dr. Strange's yes. right-hand man, how Wong, you know, they were like, you know, he's talking to Bruce, and he was like, you know, Bruce asked him after, you know, basically after Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man ended up left. on the ship and left. Yeah. He's like, what are you going to do now? Wong's like, I'm going home. <laughs> he's right. Like, he's like, I, gotta, I need to protect the sanctum. Without <laughs> without Doctor Strange there, you know, we have a lot of enemies who are probably trying to attack. So right. He, but basically, he just hit him with the excuse like, yeah, I, I left the oven on. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I got to go check the oven. And he's like, <laughs> and he just he just bounced. So yeah. that was kind of funny. That like, the end of that, yeah. Wong was like, shh. My name is Paul, and that's between y'all. Like he's like, I can't do anything, which is yeah. which is kind of that was kind of amusing that he did that. But also, to me, that also leads me to think of that can also feed into the next Doctor Strange movie if they do one. I don't know if they're planning to do another Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but it could feed into Wong is there trying to protect the Sanctum, but obviously he's nowhere near as powerful as Doctor Strange himself, right? And, you know, he's trying to protect the sanctum from, like, outside forces and evil forces. And after the events of Infinity War, or after the fourth Marvel uh, Avengers movie, maybe that's when Doctor Strange shows up. And and that's the beginning of the the next Doctor Strange movie, where he's like, Wong, what's going on? Like, you know, you're supposed to protect it. And Wong said, I couldn't protect the the sanctum because Modor came back, which is Chuatel Ejiofor from the first movie. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. They they positioned Modor to be like the bad guy for, you know, upcoming films. So that will be kind of cool to see Doctor Strange 2 with, you know, Chuatel being the bad guy. And maybe, you know, Doctor Strange comes back from 
you know, wherever. fighting Thanos or wherever <laughs> yeah. he is to stepping into a new problem of, of having to defend the sanctum and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. And I watched that like two or three times. I don't How could I forget? <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see. My least favorite character, though, speaking of Doctor Strange, was Doctor Strange in really? this movie. Yeah, because I didn't. I don't know. I, I like Doctor Strange. I like that movie and everything. And he fits well in his own movie. I don't know. He was just very much the wet blanket in this movie. Because he's so self-serious. He's he takes himself so, so serious. serious. He's like, I have to protect the sanctum and, yeah. and I am protecting the world and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, like, chill out, man. I know. It was just so serious. But, um, but it was like, on the flip side of it, it, it just it fit, but I just, I was kind of like, ugh, why are you so serious? You know, I just kept saying, ugh, why are you so serious? Like, Which also kind of made it funny in his interactions with Tony, where they're both egotists. Right. But then, like, Tony is not serious, and then Dr. Right. Strange is serious. So it's nice to see that contrast. Contrast, yeah. They, their personalities are alike in some ways, but, like, mm-hmm. polar opposites in other ways. Right. Yeah, so... Um, and you said your favorite line. What was your favorite line? There's an Ant Man and a Spider Man. Right. Oh, that to me, I just laughed and laughed at that line. I have too many favorites. There were just so many favorites in this movie. Yeah. Oh, another good one we didn't mention. Like another, <laughs> this is another top five line for me was Okoye. And during the fight in a con- uh, Wakanda, yes. where it's her <laughs> and Black Widow are, are, are fighting whatever name is Midnight Proxima, yeah, and then like Scarlet Witch shows up, and then she comes and does her little <laughs> Scarlet Witch thing, and then Okoye is like, "What, what was she doing what up there the whole time? Right. Why <laughs> like, was she up there this whole time? Right, yeah. exactly. What she, why was she up there this so whole time? So funny. Like, Yo, if she could do this, she should have been down here from the jump. And speaking of her, we also got one of her signature side eye moments when Bruce falls in the Iron Man suit. You know, the Hulk, the Hulk, Hulk Buster. Hulk Buster. Oh, that was so funny. He fell, and she was just looking at him like, yeah, was so funny. Um, yeah. This is just a great movie. Great, great movie. Lots. Yeah, I just, the humor is just always so great. And I don't understand anybody that's like anti-humor. I'm like, do you not like fun? Like, (laughs) can you not like humor in a movie? I don't know. But there was, there was just so much good to say. I I like really didn't have anything, um, you know, I really didn't have anything that I I thought was, was bad, that I thought was bad in a movie or just just really really dislike i i did read just i didn't read much this time before before kind of coming up with my own thoughts about um before we did the podcast but i only read like a couple things and yeah there was somebody who felt like there was too much cgi in the battles i guess i mean there's more cgi than they normally have because all the battles took place on other planets other planets other than the two the three battles on earth Right. Scotland, New York, and Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all took place in other planets. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of CGI. It's going to be a lot of green screen work. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of unavoidable, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, but, I, yeah, I could see I could see what they mean. But, like, it, it was still good. I mean, it was, it was still great. Yeah, that's Scotland battle. Like, I forget about that, too. And Captain America shows up. Black Widow shows up. That was That was sweet. I just like when people just come on the scene. Like, I'm always very excited. Like, 
people just show up like yes yeah that was like the first big cheer of the of the theater as well when our we, theater was really America cheery was like everybody was clapping shadows. and cheering for like everything <laughs> yeah, when captain america showed up and stand was standing in the shadows mm-hmm. when thor showed up everyone when cheered. they went to wakanda when they went to wakanda everyone yeah. was like yeah yeah, wakanda. yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone was very excited in our movie i was like oh okay um but it was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah, it was um, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Very excited for the future. Oh, I just remembered something I was going to point out to you. Yes? That I noticed mm-hmm. um, when I saw the movie the second time. Yes. So this may not mean anything, but I thought it was interesting. So, okay, the first thing was when Tony, um, this was from Tony, and he was fighting, I'm just going to, yeah, like Thanos' children, I guess, right? And he calls Friday to open up something from, like, Stark Towers. Does he still call it Stark Towers or wherever, you know, like, his yeah, the, base, we'll call it. like yeah, his home upstate base. New York. Right. right. And, they, and then she, like, sent whatever. What, I can't even it, remember it what it was. It was Spidey Suit. It was this... It was a new spider. It was suit. something else, though. I thought. I thought he sent some rockets or something from there at first. Oh well, some yeah. Before, before that, yeah, because like, he said the, the 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 rockets were to uh, maybe to help Spidey. Maybe I can't remember. It was something, but he says, you know, Friday, open up Section Seventeen A, and then whatever comes out of the out of there, the base and flies up and does whatever. So I had remembered when I saw it again, he said that. And I was like, wait a minute. Doesn't Black Panther say the same thing? And he does when he tells Shuri to open up the section of the dome. He says, can you open up section Northwest 17 section? And I was like, 17, 17, what is that about? Like, hmm. what is the... What's the correlation between the, two and 17, huh? Yeah. So it was just really interesting. I don't know if that means anything, but... Why use the same number? I don't know. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know. But it's just something I caught. This, you know, like I said, listen to Tony say, and I'm like, Black Panther said that. Hmm. So yeah, those were the parts that I was telling you I wanted to rewatch because I remember them. But anyway, so yeah, I don't know if that means anything. If anybody thinks that means anything, holla. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. And how do they let us know? I don't know. Via Twitter. Via Twitter. Okay. Or Facebook. <laughs> Just the two of us podcast on yes. Facebook or on Twitter, J-T-T-O-U podcast. Uh, yeah, you can let us know um, what your thoughts are about the movie. Do you agree with us? Disagree? Have anything additional you want to add? You want to leave us a review? You can leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. On iTunes, SoundCloud. Google Play, Acast, TuneIn, everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that puts a nice little bow on this edition. I think so. Good. That was good. good talk, Steven. Well, that was a good talk. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll have another podcast for you guys soon. You won't make you wait too long for that one. Yeah, we need to maybe look into some TV shows or something to well, I think we fill can do the a, time between well, movies. Well, we can... We can we can hit them up with another review of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We could do that. That's going to be That's ending gonna soon. That's going to be ending soon, yes. So I guess we could give you guys an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. review next time. So, you know, listen up and uh, 
look out for our next episode where we talk about this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Will it yes. be the last season? Will it be another one after this? We don't know. We don't know. Will it ever tie into the to the Marvel Cinematic Universe again? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows on that? But yes, we will be back with something hopefully sooner rather than later. No doubt. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.